Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio inside the Sonesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. It's time for Gwinnett Business Radio. Gwinnett Business Radio is cared for by Eastside Medical Center, providing quality care to Gwinnett County and the greater Atlanta area for over 38 years. Good morning, everybody. I am your host, Amanda Peart. I am joined here today by two wonderful ladies who I have the pleasure of speaking with not only during work and networking, but also to call a friend. Good morning, Miss Nicole Love Hendrickson, and also to Jessica Stewart. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. And they are with the Gwinnett County Board of Commissioners and Community Outreach Division. And today we're going to speak a little bit about their initiatives, and we're going to touch on some topics that are important to their world so we can all kind of learn about what's going on. Uh, we'll start with you, Miss Nicole. Let's tell us a little bit about what you guys do here for the community at Gwinnett Board of Commissioners. So the Gwinnett Board of Commissioners Community Outreach Division is a vision of Chairman Charlotte Nash, who is uh, the chairman of the Board of Commissioners, and she uh, had this position created in 2015 where I was appointed um, to uh, spearhead this effort. Uh, and the vision was to simply uh, be intentional about engaging residents across Gwinnett County and provide a platform for residents to have a voice, be at the table, and be a part of the decision-making arena in Gwinnett County. Uh, and so I was responsible for creating and starting this program and building it and growing it out. It's the first comprehensive outreach and engagement program that any government in, in the county and the state uh, has ever had in being intentional about reaching residents. So proud to have served as, as the catalyst for outreach and engagement in a municipal government. So since 2015, it's mm -hmm. been your puppy. It has so been. Since conception mm -hmm. through fruition. That's very yeah. exciting. Five years and counting. Well, congratulations to you for seeing a need and being able to yeah. establish um, a catalyst, like yeah. you said, that's able to um, to serve our community. Mm -hmm. um, I'm the, the floor is open to both of you, Jessica and Nicole. First of all, I'd like to give a little bit of history as far as uh, our second guest here, Miss Jessica, and I had the pleasure of getting to know each other through Young Professionals, and I have had yes. the joy of growing our friendship in addition to seeing her transition into the role that she's in now. So you guys participate in a lot of events. I see you on social media. You were sharing a little bit before the show about some exciting events coming up in February. Uh, let's jump in first and foremost to what's top of mind, which is the census. If either of you would like to touch on what's going on to share a little bit about this exciting turn please go ahead well our census effort well one firstly thank you Amanda for having me um, it's been so great knowing you a little bit over a year and um, being able to be in your place of work you've always come to mind so this is um, amazing uh, our census efforts with the county I've just begun really in my role um, back in September so I'm hit the ground running I'm learning as much as I can I have a great person to learn from Nicole who's been spearheading such great efforts um, for so long in Gwinnett even prior to her role with the county so I'm taking a lot in but I know that the census is a huge numbers game and Gwinnett counts you know and that's the biggest thing is that making sure that every resident um, is documented and count accounted for because it shapes the types of resources and what we can actually um, federal funding and block grants and just the monies that come along with it um, when we count and accurately count every single person and so it's not just getting 
the first count. It's about being counted and being counted right the first time. So Census Day is April 1st, and Nicole can probably share yeah, much more about, yeah, expand yeah. on that um, much more than I can, but it's very exciting, and we do have many efforts to reach underserved communities and making sure that people are um, accounted for here in Gwinnett County. Well, just, just to add a little bit more, um, the census takes place every 10 years, and so now that we're in 2020, uh, this is the um, next series of uh, census outreach, and which takes place, as Jessica said, April 1st, 2020, National Census Day. And there are local efforts, actually there are efforts all across the nation to ensure that we're mobilizing and getting the general pub public ready for a complete count. And so our, our office uh, has a complete count committee, which is made up of nonprofit, community-based, faith-based, and other municipal uh, representatives who, are, who have established a plan of how we're going to tackle reaching the public to spread awareness and education and outreach to get the word out about the census and preparing them for that date, April 1st. And we want that to be embedded in their head. April 1st, April, April 1st. 1st, it's coming, be ready get counted. Uh, this is the first time that the form is going to be an online version. Oh, that's exciting. It is yes. very exciting. Um, but with that also comes challenges. And so we have to educate the public on the nuances of a form that is moved to an online platform. And how do we reach those communities that don't have access to on, uh, an online platform and what resource can we bring to them and how can we partner with systems like libraries and local businesses and entities that could help us um, ensure that we're uh, creating and, and removing barriers and opening those access opportunities for people to complete the census. Um, our efforts have started last year. We mm -hmm. kicked off April 1st of 2019 with spreading awareness and, and um, engaging in training and hosting public forums. And we're going to continue to do so um, now up until that, that census day and even beyond because we know that not 100% of people are going to complete that forum, but we're going to ensure, we're going to make sure that we're um, continuing to, to, to reach, out. reach out and, and, Get the yeah. hit harm with that yeah. message. To hit home with that message that it's important to get the the, the census the form, census, and so yeah. everyone's going to get a, a note card in the mail on March first. That's going to remind them that you know you're going to get an official up. form. It's yeah. coming. If you don't fill it out the first time, you're going to get another reminder, mm -hmm. um, and then after that, people are going to start knocking on your door. So That's census what I was folks ask. and yeah. numerators, oh yeah, yeah, they'll start knocking knocking on your door mm -hmm. until you get we get that count from you. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's, yeah, they're, they're going to keep coming until yeah. you get counted. <laughs> or they'll come and ask your neighbors. <laughs> oh, they'll <laughs> so, ask your neighbors? Yeah, after so many times uh -huh. of door knocking, they'll hey. go to people. So if you don't want people in your business, just fill it out yourself. Yeah. yeah. So the electronic version, that's that's very exciting. You mentioned, um, and this is the first year that it's going mm -hmm. to electronic. The first time, yeah. So yeah. that eliminates the paper one altogether. Everybody that wants to be counted is going to have to be do, do, do so electronically. You can, you can request a paper, but it is the, the card with the uh, link to fill it out online is, is going to come first. But you can opt out of that and do the paper version. Um, so people do have that that opportunity, mm -hmm. but the preference is to do it all online. Okay. And I do want to mention that everybody's information is going to be safe and confidential. Um, so people don't have to be afraid to fill out the form. I know there's a lot of uh, weariness with government mm -hmm. collecting information, but uh, we want to emphasize that it is safe. It's confidential. Secure. 
it's secure um, and, and it's so important and critical as Jessica mentioned because it will determine not only the funding and the resources that we get but also representation mm-hmm. um, and federal government and, and Congress mm-hmm. and the Senate. And right. So we need to make sure that everyone is counted. I will ask you briefly this last question and then we'll touch on some other topics. What do you do? I know that Gwinnett itself it, it um, is kind of transient for some people. Some people that are in the engineering world, the medical world, the tech world, they might come through on contracts that are a year or maybe two years long. So they might not establish residency or they might not be a, a candidate for the census here in Gwinnett. How do you approach that? Because there are people living here in the city that are a part of the population, but they're not a part of they don't have a hand in the vote. You are going to be counted where you are in place on April 1st, 2020. So it doesn't so matter you're if you're going to be moving the following week okay. to another county. You're actually going to be counted April 1st. April 1st. Where you are April 1st, 2020 is the address that you're going to use. And so you wouldn't fill out your future address. You wouldn't fill out your past address. Um, college students are, are an example of right. that. They live with at home, but mm-hmm. they're actually going to be counted at college. So okay. the college, the university system and colleges are going to have a, a separate type of count where they're counting their students um, in place. So that that's that's the distinction. And that's a okay. really good question because yeah. people want to know, well, I don't li- I didn't live in Gwinnett. You uh-huh. know, I'm just I'm kind of just here Passing for a year. Through. Yeah. yeah. But. You're not, you have to be counted where you are on April 1st. And so, yeah. I did not know that. Thank you for that piece of knowledge. I want to transition or segue right into the um, efforts that you guys do for the business outreach. I know that you guys have a robust um, program as far as disadvantaged businesses. And I know that's one thing that you spearhead, Jessica. Maybe you guys can talk a little bit about how you guys, you know, facilitate those, those um, events. Yes, so um, disadvantaged businesses are those that are identified as um, minority, majority minority owned. So that could be woman owned, that can be um, ethnic minority owned. And it's an effort to um, increase participation uh, with federal or state funding that comes in. And so there's usually goals established when there are projects that are being made and we are looking at how can we outreach and let most disadvantaged businesses know that these bids are coming up that you can participate in these things and then also realizing that there might be some barriers to that access so that might mean you don't know how to fill out a bid or you don't know the resources on how to get certified but you've heard about certification so my role is really primarily in um engaging businesses and letting them know that there are opportunities to do business with Gwinnett County and then pairing them or helping them introduce them to resources that can help them with their certification process, help them with um, accessing contracts, contracts, filling out Mm -hmm. bids and different opportunities so that they can make the most of their certification because there's so much um, funding that's available and opportunities that are available that we want to make sure that everyone is, you know, not just aware, but equipped, you know, to be able to go after some of those opportunities that are available um, here in Gwinnett County. So that's essentially what, what we do. And we do that by attending, um, business meetings and events and going out and meeting local businesses, also working with great partners um, that provide those resources. So making sure that we're getting people to the right place, Mm -hmm. making strong referrals so that businesses can feel supported. 
and then also um, letting people know about the goals that we have, you know, internally with the county that saying like, hey, we have airport goals coming up and these are a list of services that we're going to be looking um, for people to provide so businesses can start getting ready and saying like, hey, I provide a janitorial service or I provide um, pavement services and they're going to be needing that. So let me start getting my ducks in a row, so to speak, so that I can be equipped and prepared when the bid goes out, you know? So those are the types of ways that we outreach and just looking at how we can be um, more effective in those efforts that's really the biggest um, push right now uh, for me. And I'm still learning all of what DB encompasses and what it entails. So it's been such a great journey in learning that, but really special that Gwinnett takes the emphasis on like, how can we outreach and be more proactive in engaging our minority businesses. I'm gonna parlay to you with that, Nicole. How would one, if, if um, they were a minority owned business, you mentioned paving, let's say there was a paving company, how would they um, access the platform or whatever to, to submit a bid or how would they become a candidate for that uh, project that's coming up? Mm-hmm. Like you mentioned mm-hmm. an airport, for example, mm-hmm. how would they become involved or how would they get on, on the, the list for that? Yes, all of our, um, bids and contracts and RFPs are posted on our website. Um, so by law, we have to post anything over a certain amount, anything over $10,000 is posted on our website. So if there is a contract opportunity for paving or um, sidewalks or street signs or um, what have you, those would be posted on our purchasing site um, and through our uh, procurement, procurement division. Mm-hmm. And they can access that on GwinnettCounty.com and look under purchasing and they can look up all of the RFPs that are available. Um, now, nine times out of 10, there would be a uh, prime contractor that would go after the bid. And then usually the DBEs fall at under a subprime contractor. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there will be additional um, uh, requ- uh requisites for um, subcontractors to be able to work with some of the primes because there are so many different mechanisms that Mm -hmm. in place uh, to go after that bid that usually the prime uh, contractors will will go after and then subcontract out to the DBEs. Mm. Um, And as a government entity who receives federal funding through DOT, we are required by law to ensure that a percentage of those contracts are DBE certified contracts and that the, the prime contractors are actually doing outreach and doing their due diligence to ensure that they're reaching um, the subcontractors and those DBEs. And likely those um, general contractors would source local labor yes, for the projects that is one first of the requirements. and foremost, mm-hmm, therefore mm-hmm. boosting our, our job yeah, and our economy. Absolutely, absolutely. Yes. I know that's something that you guys really focus on is um, the job outreach um, aspect of it. Share a little bit about um, some of the exciting things that might be up and coming in the community, if you're able, that might be driving jobs and revenue to the area. Well, so our economic development arm focuses a lot on the biz- the intentional business outreach that attracts, retains businesses that focus on bringing um, those large companies that promote job opportunities, um, you know, to the to the county. And so they're looking at uh, bringing in um, tech jobs, manufacturing jobs, um, science, healthcare. Um, we work really closely with Partnership Gwinnett. Mm-hmm. 
uh, in the chamber to make sure that our efforts align. Um, however, in outreach, you know, our job is to focus on everything outside of that and is to make sure that even when jobs are coming here, are we creating that sense of community? So when they're attracting employees or transferring their companies here, what what are those sense of community aspects that people come to communities for? Right. Is there a robust school <clears throat> system? Are there volunteer opportunities? Are there great parks? Are there quality of life amenities, mm -hmm. arts and culture? Uh, and so those are all of things that our office focuses on and we wanna ensure that we're promoting um, and enhancing and building upon the rich diversity that we have and mm -hmm. having and, and creating offerings for people of all walks of life to be able to enjoy mm -hmm. um, and we want to present that and we want to promote that to companies so when companies looking to move to a community we can say you have a very diverse workforce here's what we offer in terms of quality of life amenities and um, opportunities for your um, your workforce to have a sense of place, place and a sense of right. community. And that's one thing that Gwinnett does very well. I'll yes. say you mentioned that you work in conjunction with uh, Partnership Gwinnett and the mm -hmm. Chamber. And I've only been here in Gwinnett for two years now. And it is light years ahead of yeah. the little suburban area that I came from. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. All the resources that are available and yeah. The commitment that um, teams like yours have to our community really make a difference and really makes Gwinnett shine. Yes. So I think you guys are spot on with attracting folks to Gwinnett. Um, and I really appreciate all you do for us here in, in the area. You kind of talked about, Nicole, some programs that you guys have to offer mm -hmm. as far as getting involved and as far as outreach. Um, what are some of the programs that you offer that people can become involved in? So they can get involved in, we have a Citizens Academy. If people want to learn more about how local government operates and get a behind the scenes look at its uh, infrastructure and services and how um, services are delivered, the Citizens Academy offers that platform. It's a free program. It's 12 weeks long and we offer a program in the spring and the fall. If they want to apply and learn more about uh, ways that they can uh, get involved, they can go to Gwinnett101.com and complete an application uh, for the spring and the fall term you can apply to either um, and it, it is a 12-week commitment but you get a wealth of information about how the community operates and functions mm -hmm. how particularly Gwinnett County operates and mm -hmm. functions and you get an opportunity to meet and get that up close and personal um, uh, relationship with the the leaders of right. the county and that's a very unique program that you don't get everywhere else and not a lot of municipal governments or local governments offer that. And that is something we offer to our residents. We also have um, a, a youth version of that program and several other outreach opportunities to educate residents on how to be part of the, the public process. Um, I will also mention that it is an election year. Uh -huh. So 2020 is um, not, not only do we have census coming up, but there's also going to be a lot of awareness about mm -hmm. the upcoming elections and um, understanding, um, helping to educate the public and residents about elections because mm -hmm. they're going to vote for a new commission chair this year and two uh, board of commissioners, as well as state legislators, as well as judges um, in the, the Gwinnett signs. circuit. So they're coming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And February, it's going to start ramping up. And um, the elections um, office also has outreach initiatives to start engaging and mm -hmm. starting to let people know that, you know, you need to get registered to vote. 
you need to understand your district. You need to understand who's on the ballot. You need to understand how you know to get involved in that process. And right. so, I want to make sure that your listeners know that mm-hmm. that's coming too. And it's um, a big year. It's a big year. Twenty twenty. It's all about you know your uh, vote matters. Your vote matters and your count matters. Yeah, when it counts, your vote counts. It counts. Yes. All of it. Yes, count. that's right. Well, you are just a trendsetter in in this arena, Miss Nicole. And I'd like to say, since its inception, um, what are you most most proud of that you have established within this program? Now, you mentioned earlier that you established it in 2015, yeah. so you've had had some years under your belt. So through the process. What are you most um, excited about that you're able to bring? Yeah, so I'm, I'm excited that in the five-year inception, we've graduated 300 residents that have gone through the Citizens Academy. One who has now gone on to be our District 2 Commissioner. So he has come in through the program and found his love for government through the Citizens Academy. And that's one of my claims to fame uh-huh. that I'm actually excited about. Yeah. Um, and he went on to run for office and is now one of our District 2 Commissioners. We have hosted uh, more than and 40 dinner and dialogues that have directly brought residents um, in in front of their commissioners to talk about issues and causes mm-hmm. that matter. We have completely changed the landscape of the way uh, local government does business with um, the community and keeping in mind that your service delivery model has to reflect the diverse needs of local constituents. Um, we have reinstituted our DBE efforts to ensure that we're reaching our underserved businesses and our disadvantaged businesses and minority businesses and really have led the way in Metro Atlanta um, on resident outreach. And Mm -hmm. so we've created a model that is now being utilized in other in other counties so other jurisdictions so Cobb County and and I'm happy to say this on the so radio because they, they, yeah. they yeah Cobb <laughs> County and Fulton County and and De- DeKalb County um, have reached out to us to learn ways that they can strengthen their efforts and you know we also train around the state mm-hmm. for the National Association of Counties and wow. the Association of County Commissioners of Georgia to help them with building their outreach platforms and that is something that I'm proud of, um, you know, that local government, especially Chairman Nash, has uh-huh. saw the vision. Yes. And we took off with it. And now other uh, municipalities and jurisdictions are getting on board with um, reaching and, and being a transformative government, moving from one that is a service delivery model to a transformation, transformative model. That is very exciting. So, well, is. my hat is off to you, ladies, for being mm-hmm. movers and shakers. And I appreciate you joining me here today. I wanted to share with you, this is kind of a, a preface for the podcast that we were talking about earlier of powerhouse women. And I think you guys really bring the heat to the yeah. table. Nicole, I applaud your efforts. And that's Thank so you. exciting that your model has yeah. been recognized and kind of carried on yeah. to other, other counties as well. And Jessica, I know that you're in great hands to learn many things. Yes, yes. Super excited about it. And it's such a full circle moment. Um, because I actually, well, I've known Nicole for for a little bit, but I actually went to a dinner and dialogue series before I started um, with Gwinnett Young Professionals and then being able to come back around and be able to work directly with her and seeing the passion that she has for the community and seeing how we as local government can make a difference um, in our day-to-day. It's it's very rewarding work. And so even though the events can be long, the nights can be, um, everything can kind of add up. It's such a rewarding opportunity as well. Absolutely. 
I wanted it is to all sh- hard work. And I, I do want to add, because I was on the board for the Gwinnett Young Professionals before Jessica that's had joined. And that's where you and yep. I met. And um, before she became the program director, I was part of the um, the Young Professionals board. And when she come, came on as the, the full-time, cha- full-time coordinator, um, she completely revitalized and revamped the program and led us through a rebrand and um, many exciting changes that has strengthened the organization to what it is today. Um, knew I saw something very special about Jessica and um, had to bring her on board with me to help uh, revamp and revitalize outreach because I know that it's really about our future and, and the young people and bringing in some great ideas to continue to keep outreach fresh and exciting mm-hmm. and engaging. Um, and so we make a great team and mm-hmm. we're continuing to build our team. Yes. yes. Well, it looks like you guys are checking all the boxes and yeah. I can see the exponential yes. growth that you've had in such a short period of time mm-hmm. that you needed to bring some more hands on deck. Yeah. And, and we got more to come and we'll be growing and we'll be hiring more staff. Moving cause and shaking. It's, yeah. Cause it's, it's very, it's a, it has become a scalable program and, um, we're proud of what we've been able to do, but the demand is there and we'll be bringing some more folks on to help us really reach even more people. Expand that reach. It's yeah. all about yeah. the reach. Well, don't forget everybody that's listening, your vote counts and your your census counts. So where you where you are on April 1st is where you will be counted. Absolutely. Yes. Um, thank you so much, Miss Nicole Love mm-hmm. Hendrickson and Jessica for joining us. And speaking of love, I just love saying love in your name. <laughs> love is what makes a Subaru. Get big savings and enjoy their hassle-free experience. Subaru of Gwinnett is where people sell cars. Visit Subaru.com and join their family today come and see the difference already a Subaruist, Subaruist like Mike follow the Subaruist of Gwinnett Facebook page for the latest Subaru offers and news and community events thank you ladies so much for joining us today I really appreciate you um, bearing through this interview with thank me as I us. was thrown into the hot seat today <laughs> I look forward awesome. to seeing you thank you so Rock. much to, at the future events that you mentioned and we got Mike Salmon as the producer back there on the ones and twos Um, I want to leave you guys with a quick message about some New Year's nutrition. And this is a community partner of ours named Mr. Chef Jarvis. Honey, I sure am hungry. There's nothing to eat. I don't feel like ordering takeout. Me too. I wish we were on the macronutrient meal plan by Chef Jarvis that I told you about. Right now, we could be enjoying Chef's five-star quality, healthy, and delicious meals. They would have been delivered right to our doorstep. Well, let's go to his website and sign up now. What was his website? It's chefjarvis.com. C-H-E-F-J-A-R-V-I-S dot com. I'm on the site. Wow, look at this. He says we can eat like royalty every day without lifting a finger, and all of his ingredients are antibiotic, hormone, and GMO-free. Everything is completely gluten and sugar-free. His plan options are a monthly subscription service, so when we register, we'll get food for the entire month. No commitments, no contracts. This is awesome. See, honey, I told you. We'll save a ton of money and time on grocery shopping and cooking. With the two of us, we get a multi-person discount. That was quick. Our first delivery will be here tomorrow. I can't wait. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening today. We look forward to hosting the next segment. I am your host, Amanda Pierch, and thank you to Mike, our producer today. I do want to remind everybody to follow um, follow us on Facebook, stay connected with us on LinkedIn and Twitter, at Gwinnett Radio X. Until next time, thank you very much.